1: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, we got our answer. We asked the question yesterday, would the uh, mainstream media, would they ignore or attack Tucker Carlson after his interview with uh, Larry Sinclair, a former uh, partner of Barack Obama, or at least he claims he had a moment, he had a couple of moments with Barack Obama, They did drugs. They had sex. It was an interesting interview, and uh, the media, I mean, all the media just completely ignored it. Just didn't touch it, didn't mention it. Of course, there's no mention on Fox. None of the mainstream media. I thought they might do this because the guy is uh, a whack job. He's got a criminal record. He's tried to, he's committed fraud. He's done, you know, forgery. He's a whack job. But then again, when you're having sex with strange men and doing drugs in the back of a limo, you're probably not uh, a boy scout. That's how it works, it's like in a mob trial. When you got guys to testify against, uh, you know, the mob boss, they're generally not altar boys. They uh, they're involved in the business. They know they know what uh, the, the accused has uh, has done. So that's the kind of people you get to testify in these situations, and the kind of guy who tells a story about servicing the uh, 44th president in the back of a limo. He's not going to be all, he's not going to have it all together. He still doesn't. He is kind of a lunatic. But uh, I asked this question yesterday. I'll ask it again. How is he less credible than Christy Blasey Ford or, or Julie Swetnick or uh, E Jean Carroll who accused Trump of rape, but couldn't remember when Uh, Couldn't remember what year. Kind of like Christy Blasey Ford. She didn't know what year she was attacked by Brett Kavanaugh. It was completely uh, bogus. She was making it all up. It was a hit from the far left trying to stop uh, a conservative judge from being confirmed for the Supreme Court. So they lined up a bunch of actors and they accused Kavanaugh of stuff he didn't do. And the media covered it all day, every day. I mean, it was it was nonstop, and they gave her, they lent her some credibility, which she did not have. Uh, she's she's less credible than this guy, and by the way, so is E. Jean Carroll, so is Julie Swetnick, and the media did not care. So they say they have standards, you know, they're not just going to listen to anybody's accusations uh, about these kind of things, uh, but they will pick and choose if it's if if this guy. Larry Sinclair said he did this to Donald Trump or Donald Trump Jr. or any, you name it, Ron DeSantis. He said, oh, yeah, Ron and I, we had a moment in the back of a limo. I did coke, he smoked crack, and then uh, uh, I rubbed my handle on his leg and we, we did it, man. And then the next day, he says, Obama showed up as a hotel room for round two. It was an entertaining interview. You can make up your own mind. That's how this works. Make up your own mind if you think he's uh, legit or he's just making it all up. But he has a lot of names, a lot of dates. He has his story a lot more. Uh, uh, the holes filled in a lot better than Christy Blasey Ford or, or, uh, or E. Gene Carroll. I'll say that. But it was funny. I think, I think Tucker did this with kind of a uh, just a mischievous streak here. Let me see what happens. Let's talk to him. I mean, he's an American. He has a right to speak. He has a right to tell his story. And we're just going to listen. And you decide. And then we'll all move on. It's not going to affect Obama. In fact, there were people uh, tweeting about how this makes Obama more likable. Did you see your guy, Krasenstein, Ironhead? He said, if Obama is actually gay, it makes him more likable. That's what he tweeted after this interview. So the guy they already worship, Barack Obama, is accused of doing coke in the back of a limo with a, with a, <laughs> with a guy and then having sex with the guy. And that, according to one of the real Democrat influences out there, makes him more likable. A married father of two has sex with a stranger while, while smoking crack, and they like him more now. <laughs> I knew there'd be some uh, hilarious reactions to this. But uh, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. God knows we got a lot to get to. we got another answer, by the way. We wondered what KJP, what Corinne Jean-Pierre, would say to explain away Biden's dementia moment from two days ago when he walked away, walked off the stage in the middle of a ceremony for a Medal of Honor winner for an American hero. Well, KJP explained, that was all planned. Yeah, that was, that was the plan. He was supposed to walk off and walk by like 50 people without a mask because of covid and he was supposed to leave before saying goodbye or saying the prayer. That's all planned, says KJP. We have an unbelievable um, appearance in Ukraine by the weakest squish in the Biden administration, Anthony Blinken, who just announced we're going to give them another half a billion dollars. As people in Maui are still looking for the charred remains of, of dead kids and then you know buying groceries with their $700, another half a billion for Ukraine But what he said about it was the the most amazing thing. It's for their clean energy. (laughs) They're in the middle of a war. He wants money to rebuild after the war. So the war's ongoing. It's not over, but we're going to take our taxpayer money and rebuild Ukraine and make it cleaner and more resilient. Oh, these people are so obnoxious. I don't even understand how Biden's even tied with Trump or tied with anybody. By the way, a new CNN poll has Nikki Haley Kicking Biden's axe ass in a uh, potential matchup. We have Wyoming. Uh, we have the uh, Wyoming uh, sorority sister. You know the big guy. He's he looks looks like you, Ironhead. He's big. He's like six. I don't know, six two. Like three hundred pounds. A really attractive transgender woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went on MSNBC and they <laughs> they talked about how brave he is to join a sorority where he gets to leer stare at the girls smart as they change their clothes and hunter is getting indicted which is a scandal in and of itself i'll explain it is a joke an absolute joke and we're going to get to our nfl picks nfl season starts tonight doesn't feel like it it's hot still feels like summer but we're going to pick this week's games we do four games a week we do the thursday night game we do three other games and this on oh, today we're going to pick our uh, make our super bowl predictions and our mvp predictions with our degenerate friend montante boy we got a lot to get to let's start we'll start with tucker uh hey no one else is no one else is touching it why not this is an exclusive right here we're going to show you a little bit of tucker's interview with larry sinclair um i recommend watching it what's it got for views now ironhead uh yeah. it's not going to quite reach trump levels but uh a lot of people have checked it out. When you say, "Yeah, it's at a uh, thirteen and a half million right now." Thirteen and a half million views, which is not, you know, the, the uh, as many as a number of uh, Tucker interviews, but thirteen and a half million people check it out, watch it, you know, make their own decisions, and the mainstream media will not touch it, will not touch it at all. They don't care. Barack Obama is the second most protected man in America. I should say third behind Hunter and Joe, but let's listen to Larry. You make you. What do you think, Ironhead? Do you think he's credible? No, nah, I don't. I don't think so. But I think
2: Tucker did this whole thing for the last five seconds of this clip. The whole I thing.
1: I think Tucker did this. It was sort of a troll job. It's like, why not? Why not? It's free speech. He he said it on the on the show here. I mean, on the uh, interview. He says he wished he'd interviewed him uh, before, but it would never have aired at anywhere. I mean, he's worked at a number of places over the years, uh, you know, CNN, uh, NBC, uh, Fox News, obviously, and he said none of them would air it, none of them. If he said the same things, the exact same things about Brett Kavanaugh or Donald Trump, he would have aired all day, every day. But that's the uh, country we live in. The mainstream media is uh, every bit as corrupt as the Biden administration, so uh, they aren't going to touch it. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll... Point out another day what a what a what you know what a checkered past he has. Maybe they'll talk about all his his criminal record another day. But today they're going to give it a good leaving alone. We're going to spend a couple minutes on it. Let's listen to uh, Larry Sinclair. This is where he explains his uh, his moment with Barack Obama, who he just met. He just met in a dark bar, and minutes later was in the uh, back of the limo. Uh, enjoying each other's company this is
2: yeah this is him talking about the next day after the initial one
1: the next day so they met and the next day he's in a uh some dumpy hotel he said like i don't a best western or something in chicago and uh he comes knocking at the door for uh for round two go ahead
3: Uh, um i got dropped off they left uh the next day was somewhat interesting because he ends up showing up at my hotel room which i thought was Somewhat weird, but he wanted some more. Mm-hmm. So when you say he showed up, he just he showed up. I mean, I had no warning. I was in the room. There's a knock on the door. I open the door, and he's standing there. And he's standing there with more coke. And he comes in, and it was just like a quick, you know, rehash or rerun from the night before. Exact same program. Exact same program. Was he smoking again? Yep. So Barack Obama smokes crack and then you perform yep. oral sex on him. And the, like I said, the only reason I had come out in, about it is I had reached out to the campaign even in 2007, only because I saw all these kids getting excited about it. Okay, wait, just, I, just, so how did that end? Like Same way. So you get off, you finish smoking, you leave. <laughs> Like thanks, bye. Mm-hmm. Huh? What did you think of him? I thought it was interesting. Uh, I thought it was definitely a con. But what do you mean by that? Well, in my life at that point, you had, you you made it clear I had already been around. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So <laughs> you know when people are. Doing things because they actually really enjoy it, or they're sincere, they're looking, you know, for a connection, or they're doing something because they're looking for an end, or they're looking for a hook, or it's a game. Yeah. Uh, So for me, I felt that it was a game for him. It, It was like, okay, what am I going to get out of it? Or is there something I can get out of it other than just, you know, the sexual part? Right. And lucky for me, I wasn't going back to Chicago anytime soon. So it really didn't matter. So you were left
1: with a bad taste in your mouth.
3: That's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, you- yeah. You could be right. That could be, Dr. Tucker did the whole interview just to get that line off. But uh, you know what happens in these situations? A lot of times, hell it happened with Christie Blasey Ford. He, other people come out of the woodwork and say, yeah, I did the same thing because uh, Sinclair said it was obviously not Obama's first time. I never knew this. I feel like I play pay pretty close attention to the news and the, and politics and, and the, you know, the the dark underbelly, but I never knew that he was accused of being a uh, gay man or a bisexual. That is new to me. Uh, Doesn't matter. It makes him wonderful. Makes him more likable. I mean, he's having sex with strange men and doing Coke. That makes him more likable, more relatable, I guess. But uh, there will be no further, um, unless it's Tucker. I mean, it doesn't matter. There'll be no uh, dig deep dive into this. This will just go away. It will blow away. And uh, you'll never hear from Larry Sinclair again. But he had some interesting things. He talked about Donald Young a Chicago. I don't know what he's a fixer, politician, Getting murdered, he thinks that that might be uh, related to Jeremiah Wright and uh, Barack Obama in Chicago, making sure they keep things uh, keep the deck cleared for uh, for Barack's run. And it all worked out. Hell, he went from the state senate to the White House in a couple of years, but uh, and nobody managed to sully up his reputation. Which you know they. We get to see why they they got rid they 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 discredited this guy. They told the media to stay away from him, and they did. But uh, it was interesting. There was a few other moments where I just laughed. It was just I mean, I'm telling you, Tucker did this for laughs. Is what he did, and it made did it to make everyone a little uncomfortable, which is what journalism is supposed to do. But uh, we got we got many we, we got a lot of examples of that. I want to get to. we'll we'll spend very little time on this because it's a joke. This Hunter Biden uh, uh, indictment coming down. Everybody knows it's a joke. This is perhaps the most brazen example of the corruption of this whole Department of Justice and this special counsel, David Weiss. This is from uh, Newsmax. It says, the Department of Justice confirmed Wednesday that special counsel, David Weiss, intends to indict Hunter before September 29th on his alleged possession of an illicit firearm uh, prosecutors and defendants initially reached two connected plea deals. Uh, we, re- we, remember those, those were a joke, a sweetheart deal. The judge threw them out when she got a good look at them. Uh, he's now pleaded not guilty to tax charges, but he's going to make a deal on the gun. Just so you know, I mean, obviously Biden supporters, they don't care. They, they ignore these kind of things. Or they don't pay attention to the news. This is an absolute joke. There is one reason uh, we've gone over this before. On the laptop, there's 450 felonies, uh, according to Marco Polo. There's there's dozens and dozens of uh, financial crimes, tax evasion, money laundering. There's this one gun charge. You know what makes it different from all the other charges? Take a guess, I know. What makes this one different from all the other charges, the FARA violations, the foreign influence of you know, foreign... Uh, uh, whatever, violating the, the, the Foreign Affairs Act or whatever it is, uh, not declaring that, money that it was, uh, you know, he didn't pay taxes on, many, many, many financial crimes, which would be easy to prove, as we've heard from the uh, IRS whistleblowers. Those aren't part of this deal or this indictment. Why
2: not? Um, They decided to go with the one that'll put him away for the longest is my
1: (laughs) good guess. There is no connection to Joe Biden on the gun charge. None. That's this will be uh, you you can't touch Joe Biden. You can't connect it. That's the only reason this is all about Joe Biden. As I've said many times, they would throw Hunter Biden in prison. They don't care, but they're there to protect Joe Biden. If they tried to throw Hunter Biden in prison, Hunter Biden might flip. If Joe Biden pardons Hunter Biden, it's a real bad look politically in a in a very in a campaign season. And uh, if they indict him on any of the financial crimes, it'll t- it'll go, uh, there'll be a connection back to Joe, and Joe might be forced to testify. In fact, if he pleads the fifth, um, they can give him immunity, and then he'd be forced to testify truthfully and talk about all their crimes and all the connections to Joe. So this is easy. This is just PR. It's so obvious. I'm surprised they're even doing it. Nobody is going to take this seriously, except maybe, I don't know, except maybe, uh, you know, morning Joe, or some of the real hardcore uh, stooges, the hardcore Biden shills might pretend this is real. It is not real. It is a joke. I'll tell you what is real. Oh, what times, let's, we, we got to we get, we got so much to get to before we do our NFL picks. Big day. Big day. I want to get to this, and maybe some people find it boring. We've talked, whatever, for a year and a half about Ukraine. I'm more convinced than ever that this is one giant scam. This this has nothing to do with war with Russia. If it did, we would occasionally hear somebody talk about a, a truce, a peace peace talks, a settlement, a, a ceasefire. Those words are never uttered by anybody in the Biden administration and rarely under by anyone in the Biden uh, media. It's just remarkable. We saw a couple of weeks ago, New York times reported 500,000 dead and wounded Ukrainians, 500,000. They're now drafting 65 year old men, 70 year old men, because they're running out of bodies uh, and nobody seems to care uh, that, that, that the carnage, that there's no end in sight. No one seems to want to end this Every time you suggest it, even when I suggested on Twitter, "Oh, you're a Putin stooge, yeah, you just want to give land to Putin." Yeah, that's how it works. You make a settlement, they might get so they get Crimea, maybe they get part of the Donbass region where people speak Russian anyway, and people stop dying. That was the best moment that, that Trump has had since he's been running for re-election, is when he told CNN Caitlin Collins, "He wants to stop the killing." Period, Stop the killing. You never hear anything like that from anybody in the Biden administration. All you hear is we're just going to keep sending taxpayers' money to this hellhole 5,000 miles away. This is blinking yesterday in Ukraine. I almost thought this was some kind of joke when I first read it. Another half a billion, indeed, 520 million for Ukraine. Just keep throwing money at this, this endless quagmire. Just keep throwing taxpayer money as. As, uh, you know, Maui gets $700, uh, you know, the crime is out of control. The southern border is open. We have problems in this country, real problems. And all these people do is keep prioritizing Ukraine. And it's not just Democrats. Mitch McConnell came out yesterday, to a press conference, and said he's going to stay in office, he's going to stay in leadership, even though he's 81 years old, even though he's clearly cognitively <laughs> declined clearly has some serious medical issue. He's he's frozen up in front of the cameras twice. There is something wrong with the man. He should be convalescing in a nursing home. Instead, he's the most powerful Republican in the Senate, and he's a complete rubber stamp for anything in Ukraine, which goes against, to me, most Republicans, most uh, GOP voters are sick of this, are fed up and sick of sending money to this corrupt country this corrupt little man and and now it's you know it's over 100 billion dollars yesterday he talked about training them on f16s and sending them more tanks just to keep the killing going this to me is the most offensive obviously biden is thoroughly corrupt obviously there's all kinds of scandal this is the worst thing of all this is the worst thing just keep sending money to ukraine without really explaining why what does it do well yesterday they explained some of this money is going to go to clean energy and making sure their energy system is resilient and rebuilding the country. When have you ever heard about sending money to a foreign country to rebuild after a war without ever talking about ending the war? So the war's never going to end, but we're going to pay, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars in tax US taxpayers money to rebuild this godforsaken place, this war-torn place. Uh, 5,000 miles away, why do we care? Why does any American give a damn at this point? What is the vital U.S. interest? But listen to this weasel, this weak, pathetic little man who's representing us around the world. Talk about pissing away another half a billion dollars. Go ahead. For Ukraine, not only to survive,
4: but to thrive, we're also supporting its efforts to rebuild from Russia's aggression.
5: Uh, At the Ukraine Recovery Conference held in London a few months ago, I pledged that the United States would invest more than $520 million in making Ukraine's energy
4: infrastructure, more than half of which has been destroyed by Russia, cleaner, more resilient, and more integrated with Europe. We're making new investments to enhance the transparency of Ukraine's institutions and to bolster the rule of law so that Ukraine's democracy is even more responsive to the needs of its people and can attract the private capital needed to rebuild. We're engaged in assisting the government of Ukraine on anti-corruption efforts
1: and on efforts oh, to oh, ensure oh, accountability. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, this is worse than I thought. Assisting them on anti-corruption efforts. Let's let's review. What was Donald Trump uh, impeached for? The first phony impeachment. A perfect asking phone call. Ukraine, <laughs> one perfect phone call, asking Ukraine to look into the corruption at the uh, at Burisma. Look into the corruption. Do something about the corruption. He was impeached for that. So yesterday we have this clown saying we're helping them with anti-corruption efforts. That's all. This whole thing is one big corruption effort. That's what it is. It's this. there's nothing on the level of these people, nothing. They're going to, they, right now, they're, you know, BlackRock already talking about rebuilding this war-torn country when the war's not even, there's no sign that the world's going to end anytime soon. Just remarkable. And we're talking about clean energy in Ukraine. When people in this country, when we have a $33 trillion debt, when people in this country are living paycheck to paycheck, when people have record Credit card debt and can't afford to, you know, buy a car or send their kid to college. We're going to spend a half a billion on clean. And, is that windmills, windmills and solar panels in Ukraine? God, sixteen more months and we get a chance to throw these bums out. There's a new CNN poll and it's devastating for, uh, for as I mentioned, Nikki Haley's beating him head to head. He's tied with Trump and. That's what they want. They want Trump because they know DeSantis or Vivek or Nikki Haley is a better chance to beat. How can there be one person like one honest person still supporting Joe Biden? How is that possible? Uh, not only is, has he ruined Ukraine, uh, he's ruined New York City. <laughs> that is according to the mail. Let me get let, let, let me take take a quick break. Then we're going to get we're going to get to uh, Eric Adams explaining. Eric Adams explaining Why? The voters got what they voted for, but it has destroyed the city, New York City as you knew it is over. How can there be anybody? I just, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. How could anyone sit back and say, "Yes, I want to send another billion to Ukraine for clean energy"? Oh, by the way, I want to mention this too. This was uh, uh, the same day. The same day we pledged a half a billion for their energy systems and make them more integrated with Europe. Why is that our job? What does that have to do with America? These people are just liars and scoundrels. This is from Biden. uh, Or should I say from, I don't know, Karine Jean-Pierre or some other, some other communications hack in the white house. This is from Biden's Twitter account 11 hours ago. My administration is canceling all remaining oil and gas leases under the last administration in the Arctic refuge. And proposing to protect 13 million acres in the Western Arctic. Okay, who thinks this is a good idea? Am I living in some alternative well? Who think who who is in favor of this? And, and what does it mean protecting? Protecting from what? You drill oil, we need oil. Oil is a gift from God. It keeps our economy going. It's brought us all the modern conveniences we enjoy every day. And this absolute pathetic shell of a man is under the thumb of these Green New Deal whack jobs like AOC and and Ayanna Presley and Ed Markey, and he's canceling all drilling in this country while sending our billions of our taxpayer dollars to Ukraine to bolster their energy systems and make them cleaner and more resilient. Can we just have the freaking impeachment vote today? Can we start this process? How much more destruction Can this man do canceling all oil and gas leases in the Arctic? What does that do? Who does that help? Who does that save some kind of weird, you know, antelope or whatever lives up there, reindeer, polar bear, who is affected when we're drilling in the Arctic? That is a wonderful thing brought to you by nature. Fossil fuels are brought to you by nature. There it is all that oil under the Arctic and we have the technology to get it out of there and help the American people but this guy doesn't give a shit about the American people. He cares about his his corrupt family and their relationship with Ukraine. And, hey, as I said weeks ago, the, uh, the guy who bribed him, that's Zolchevsky, said he has a tape. He said he has a tape of Joe Biden accepting a bribe. Maybe that tape is sitting right in Zelensky's back pocket right now. And Zelensky's saying another half a billionaire, Joe or uh, someone's going to hear this to me, or I'm going to send it to Tucker Carlson. Oh, it's just such a discouragement. I mean, how much, how, how could I? you think that's bad? Well, he's not just ruining Ukraine, as I said, he's ruining New York. We'll get to that, and we'll get to our NFL picks, and the MSNBC host who interviewed this freak, uh, this transgender freak, Who joined a sorority so we could watch the girls change, so we could go in the bathroom and watch them undress. Smart. I think I have that right. MSNBC says he's brave. He's a hero. (laughs) Oh, everybody's lost their freaking minds.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS?
1: Uh, 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 excuse me. Hi, right, this is for you men over 40. Are you tired of having your sleep interrupted by multiple trips to the bathroom at night? Well, you're not alone. Over half of men over 40 experience age-related concerns with their prostate Fortunately, prominent holistic medical doctor David Brownstein believes that aging prostate concerns do not need to be inevitable. That's why Dr. Brownstein developed Prostate Revive, a powerful dietary supplement containing a unique blend of 15 key ingredients to promote prostate health and help alleviate. The Annoying Symptoms of an Aging Prostate. So, men, as part of a special promotion, now you can get your own 30-day supply of Prostate Revive with an advanced formula containing a beta-cytosterol, Sol Palmetto, and a total of 15 prostate helpers in two capsules. You simply cover the $4.95 shipping and handling charge to get your trial supply. After your trial bottle, you'll continue to receive Prostate Revive for less than a dollar a day. You can opt out or opt in at any time with no further options. So try Prostate Revive today at just $4.95. Act right now to get a bottle of Prostate Revive and our special report, A Doctor's Guide to a Healthy Prostate. As a special bonus gift. Order now at tryprostaterevive.com or call 800 400 7890. That's prostaterevive.com or call 800 400 7890. This product is not intended to diagnose, prevent, treat, or cure any disease. as I've said before, I I feel good when people get what they voted for. We should all be so lucky. I wish I could get what I vote for. I don't ever get what I vote for. I get, you know, I am uh, in the minority you know, my whole life living in new England, we never get what we voted for. But if you're a, if you're a Democrat and you live in Massachusetts or you live in New York city or Chicago or LA, you are currently getting what you voted for. You voted for sanctuary cities, you voted for open borders, and now we get the results and these people can't just be happy. I mean, shouldn't we all be happy if we get what we voted for? I mean, if I, if I vote for you know, Ron DeSantis and he wins, I'll be happy because I know I support DeSantis's policies. I know he won't ruin cities. I mean, he will I know he'll close the border, which everybody wants. I, I'd be happy if I got what I wanted. But these people are just ingrates. You can't please them. They hide, They vote for Democrats. Democrats vote for open borders. Democrats vote for sanctuary cities. Cities are overrun with illegal aliens. And all they do is whine about it. I mean, what do you want? You voted for it. This is uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who campaigned on making New York City, keeping New York City a sanctuary city, and welcoming all migrants. We will show you. We will prove it. But let's listen to uh, Eric Adams yesterday do the eulogy for New York City. It's been a good run, you know, few hundred years of being, you know, the epicenter of this country. Hell, the epicenter of the free world, New York City. But it's all over now, according to the mayor. Go
5: ahead. Support. And let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month one time we were just getting venezuela now we're in ecuador now we're getting russia speaking coming to, through mexico now we're getting <laughs> uh, western africa now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into new york city and everyone is saying it's new york city's problem every community in this city is going to be impacted we had a 12 Billion dollar deficit that we're going to have to cut. Every service in this city is going to be impacted. All of us. And so I say to you, as I turn it over to you, this is some some of the most educated, some of the most knowledgeable. Probably more of my commissioners and deputy commissioners and chiefs live in this community. So as you ask me a question about migrants. Tell me what role you played. How many of you organized
1: to stop what they're doing to us? How many of you? <laughs> uh, oh, this is glorious. How many of you organized? He's talking to Democrats. They organized to to facilitate this. They're not trying to stop it. This is what they wanted. This is what they voted for. This is what they campaigned on. He supported campaign for Joe Biden. Joe Biden had every intention of opening the border. Again, it all goes back to the genius of Greg Abbott. He said 10,000 a month. That's like a week in Texas. And they didn't vote for it. You know, that's a still, that's still a red state. And they have no choice. Hell, they put that barrier in the in the river. And the federal judge just ordered them to take it out because they don't want to stop the invasion. They look at these people. They say, yes, they'll mess the cities up for a while, but eventually they'll all vote Democrat. It's sinister. It's sick. It's cynical, but they don't care. And I don't either at this point. <laughs> it is just hilarious. Can we play Eric Adams? I, oh, I'll, I'll give you his tweet first, uh, because, uh, Eric Adams tweeted, uh, Before the election, when he got elected uh, two years ago, he said, uh, this was one month before the election, he said, we should protect our migrants, period. Yes, New York City will remain a sanctuary city under under an Adams administration. That was October of 2021. I believe he was elected uh, shortly thereafter with 66% of the vote. Uh, what's the problem? You voted for this. This is him on uh, this week on a Sunday morning uh, news show. Uh, what's the date on that? September 2022. So a year ago. So a year ago, before the genius of Greg Adams brought them to his doorstep, he was okay with them overrunning, you know, border towns in Texas and Arizona, and overrunning, you know, southern cities of so L.A. and San Diego. Okay with that. But now that they came to his city. He's not feeling quite so magnanimous, is he? Go ahead.
5: You, you pledged uh, during your campaign to uh, keep New York City a sanctuary, a city. Are, do you have any concern that that, that policy uh, is, 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 for, is attracting more people to the border, more people to cross the border to make that dangerous so- trip? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, this city has always been a sanctuary city, and we've always managed those who wanted to come to uh, New York City to pursue the American dream. Let me tell you something, New York.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we welcome you to come here and pursue the American dream. Today is the first day of school in New York City. It's something like 30,000 illegal alien children showing up at schools. Many can't speak English. You know, Many don't have any food They're overwhelming the schools, the hospitals, the emergency rooms, the hotels. You got, you should be happy, New York. You should be happy Democrats. You got what you voted for. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it. Just like I'm going to enjoy watching this, uh, this MSNBC interview. This is hilarious. You know, there is no limit to the, to the uh, open-mindedness, the compassion, the empathy these people will show toward our uh, transgender Americans. Uh, if you haven't followed the story, maybe this host, maybe to her credit, she hadn't followed the story, but uh, the host, uh, I, it was a weekend show. I don't know this person. Yasmin Voza, Vozinian. She's a uh, network uh, host on the MSNBC, obviously a far left whack job. And I understand if they're talking to whatever, uh, you know, I don't know. Caitlin Jenner or some other transgender, Billy Porter, one thing, I guess. You know, they, they look at the person they're now um, elevating is a freak. Let's be honest. If you follow the story, Artemis Langford is a transgender student, a biological male who joined the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority last October. Uh, in March, fellow members of the sorority filed a lawsuit Against to to get him kicked out, I guess. Expressing their discomfort, they pointed out that he likes to leer at them, and when he does, he gets noticeably aroused, like any guy would. <laughs> Naturally, uh, if you have if you haven't seen the picture, they got a picture of the sorority, and there's a bunch of beautiful young girls. It's Wyoming, bunch of country girls, beautiful, and then in the back you got this <laughs> big goof. Uh, I believe he's a little taller than you, and I believe he's like 6'2", but he's probably 280, just a big, weird guy pretending to be a girl so he can go in and watch the girls get dressed. They put him on MSNBC over the weekend, and I can't even do this justice. Let's listen to uh, this woman uh, interview Artemis (laughs) who – By any decency, I mean, any decent American would say, obviously, this guy's just putting everybody on, pretending to be a girl, uh, you know, getting a good, getting, having a good time. He had to cover his, um, uh, his male parts with a pillow because he was so excited around the girls. (laughs) And they're supposed to live and sleep around him and eat around him and go to the bathroom around him because, you know, uh, (laughs) inclusion. diversity equity all those wonderful things i think uh, these people are trying to be so open-minded their brains fell out but let's listen to the msnbc interview big artemis
0: at the university of wyoming and made history last fall as the first openly transgender woman to join a sorority being the first can be incredibly hard and this case is no exception But this week brought some very good news for Artemis. Um, Artemis Langford scored a major legal victory when a judge dismissed a suit brought by six fellow members of her Gamma sorority who sued to kick her out of the chapter over her trans identity. The case has drawn widespread attention as schools continue to be a front line in these fights for LGBTQ plus rights. And Artemis Langford, the very brave woman at the center of it all, is joining me now. Artemis, thanks for joining us. Looks nothing like me.
2: (laughs)
1: <laughs> a very brave woman <laughs> and they never mentioned the allegations the sorority sisters made in the lawsuit that he likes to leer at them and uh and get uh and he gets really aroused around the girls but uh very brave being the first the first and he's sitting there and you know what? I say this all the time. When I was in high school, I knew a few guys who would do this just for a laugh. I mean, just, just put, a, yeah, I'm a girl today. I'm going to go play field hockey. Halloween was I'm, a big deal. I mean, and the, and I guess he's like Leah Thomas. They get off on making women, making girls uncomfortable because he's got to live with them. After they sued to get him kicked out, he's got to live with them. And I'm, most of them know what a creep he is. And he apparently enjoys it. I guess he... Uh, Gets off on it, but uh, all right. Let's, uh Let's let's get to the big big news of the day. The NFL starts tonight, which is this. Don't t- uh, what what network is this on? Is uh, this uh, who's uh, who's showing this game? I, should I actually know this. don't. I think it's NBC, right? You. Uh, this is uh, the Lions and the Chiefs. A decent matchup. The Lions are everybody's favorite. You know, up and comer, underdog. The Chiefs are still. Great with the greatest quarterback in the game. But uh, we'll get to that, make that. We'll pick that game. We'll pick the Super Bowl, pick the MVPs with our uh, degenerate friend, Montante. But first, I, 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 excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade. The front entrance of your home giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment with one phone call. Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they're between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to SheaConcrete.com. Good morning. All right, there he is. What's happening, Montante? Last just a review because I don't remember the numbers. How did we do last year? I know I finished second.
4: I almost pulled it up. Um, I did not. I was up a lot, Craig was down even more, and you mm-hmm. were right around 500, which is a good spot.
1: Craig had a, had a historically bad year. I, I think did. some people are fading Craig as you, I mean, I, I. It was amazing. I mean, you had weeks. You had winless weeks. You had like almost a month without being <laughs> in correct. It was phenomenal. I hope you can do it again. That was kind of fun. Um, but to I, me- I
4: went 13-1 I went of the playoffs. I know that's that. That's right. You don't
1: that. dominated the playoffs. Uh, you won the shade Concrete hat. This year, we're going to have uh, a new prize. Uh, we're going to have some MyPillow slippers, which are great, because uh, this segment is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Go to code word Jerry for huge discounts on everything that my pillow has to offer including the slippers i highly recommend the slippers i just got some i love them but uh uh go to mypillow.com but uh, we're going to do tonight three other games and then we're going to make our futures correct i um
4: correct i thought we'd want to lead with i thought we'd want to lead with the futures i don't know how uh how you guys going to go with it
2: uh, sure This is your segment yeah, you lead, lead the way sir
4: um, beautiful
1: lead the so way let's so let's go
4: we'll go with afc nfc then mvp so for AFC, let's see where you guys are out, because I don't think anyone's gonna match what I have.
1: Can I have a can I ask you a question here, Montante? I know you spend a lot more time on breaking down and analyzing the stuff than I do. Um, if you have a feeling, like I'm just gonna tell you that my guy I'm gonna pick for MVP is Joe Burrow, but so does lots uh, of other people. I mean, he's like second on the list behind Mahomes, but I just I like him. I feel like he's gonna break out, he's gonna have an he's gonna have an MVP year, he's gonna go to the Super Bowl. Is it too predictable and boring? Should I be going off the board a little bit and trying to, you know, dazzle you or what?
4: What? No, if you feel it in your plums, you got to go with your heart. You know, if other people happen to think so, then it is what it is. You know, sometimes uh, the obvious pick is the right pick.
1: Fine, I'm going with the Bengals.
4: All right, so Bengals to uh, go to the Super Bowl. That's like yes. pretty common. I'm a little worried about uh, Burrow's ankle, although they've been there before. He, you know, they could be there uh, again. I'm gonna go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, uh, Trevor Lawrence Ooh. is Trevor Lawrence is real. Craig is uh, not only overweight but also wrong on football. Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. Uh, the Jaguars to go to the Super Bowl fifteen to one. Um, that division stinks. That's the one thing that they have an advantage over the Bengals. They're playing decent teams there. Those teams rough each other up. That division absolutely stinks right now. The AFC South, um, and I love Doug Peterson as the head coach. Fifteen to one, Jaguar Super Bowl.
2: I'm I'm going to go with the Bills because it's Josh Allen's year. He's going to actually finally do it.
1: Kid, I not to Seen too man. much of it, man. It just it, I, I love watching him play. I like the Bills. I'll you know I'll root for them if they're if they're in the Super Bowl, but. Uh, I've, they've just. I feel like uh, he had his chance. I know he's still young, but I feel like he had his chance. He does. He's got a big yeah, chance. I, we'll see.
4: NFC Ironhead, where are you going with?
1: Uh,
2: I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I think. Oh, oh, you suck.
4: Well, that's all three of us.
1: Okay, I got to find another team. You're going to go. We let him go first for a reason here. We can't pick the nine. I didn't, an, I didn't
4: think he was. I didn't think he was going to go 49ers. I wanted to get his team out of the way. No, I agree. Uh, I actually wholeheartedly agree. And once in a while, Ironhead will be right. Um, I that's got true. them to go there, and they are plus.
2: Uh, what I see, It's not plus plus three fifty.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw around 400, 500, Depending on what book you're at. Um, I think they did a good thing trading Trey Lance so that saga's not looming. Brock Purdy is capable. I'm not sure about my old buddy um, Sam Darnold, so let's hope that Purdy can stay healthy this year. Uh, but yeah, I think that defense. Debo Samuel's best football player in in the game. Mm-hmm. Ironhead gave the kiss to death, so let's let this be the biggest uh, adversity <laughs> you'll face all year.
1: All right, I'm going. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna go with uh, I the, the Vikings. How's that? You just said the best player in the game. I think it's Justin Jefferson. What What's the odds on the Vikings? Yeah, but who's throwing the ball to him? Uh,
4: Kirk Cousins is a human being.
1: Yeah, he's you, not bad. If you if you he's ever want to know how buddy. he is,
2: if you ever want to know how he is as a quarterback, look at his gender reveal when he almost missed the board throwing a football at it. That's all you need to know about him.
1: That's what I base my picks on. The yeah, I review. think I saw
4: I think I think I saw the Vikings up around up around a thousand. So that's not bad. Around nine hundred, I think. Um, what's your old, your buddy over there has him as well, uh, Lice Boy, Clay Travis. Oh,
1: <laughs> like, Lice Boy.
4: Yeah, his children had like big, big breakout of lice a few years ago. Oh, so nice. yeah, Clay no, Travis has so that as well. Lice so that's... Boy.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, good. Put me down for the Vikings. Now we're doing MVP. I already gave you mine, Joe Burrow. It's a good one,
2: uh, Craig.
4: If you if you give out my pick, I'm I'm walking off. You guys can find somebody now.
2: Uh I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. Ooh.
1: The lead, the lead picker in the uh, New York Post this morning is Aaron Rodgers for MVP. So everybody is buying in. The hat, the uh, Hard Knocks, really kind of oh, everybody is swooning over the Hard. Seduced everybody. His performance in Hard Knocks. So today people are totally buying in. But well, personally, uh, I, I'm hoping I still have juice to my cursing ability,
2: and that's why I'm picking Aaron Rodgers.
4: Well, that's cruel. That's cruel. No, that uh, Hard Knocks was like propaganda, and I'm uh, fully radicalized. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) go Justin Fields plus 20,000, 20 to 1. Justin Fields, I think he has has a chance to break both rushing records. Uh, RG3 had 815 yards rushing in 2018 uh, before his leg fall off. Uh, Cam had 14 rushing touchdowns in 2011. I think that Justin Fields breaks both of those. So if you could do that with your legs— Win a couple games. He's he's a monster. Justin Fields twenty to one is my end. Oh,
1: I'm up. just cu- I'm just curious. Did you make this bet? I know you're making the pick. Yes, but yes. Like how much did you 20. bet on Justin Fields to win the MVP?
4: On that, not a lot. Just twenty five bucks. Get back two fifth. Uh, I know get back five hundred. That's something. Quick, Excuse quick me. question Excuse before we get intrigued.
1: to this week's games. If you had to pick the, I looked at the odds and the first fifteen names are all quarterbacks. You know, the first uh, mm-hmm. non quarterback I believe is Christian McCaffrey, but he's nowhere close. Uh, to the top, what would you pick, be if you had to pick a non-quarterback MVP?
4: Best best defensive player in football, most versatile player in football, Mika Parsons.
1: That's a good one. I was going to say uh, Justin Jefferson again, but uh, Mika Parsons is everybody's pick to uh, be the defensive player of the year. And uh, the Cowboys are kind of popular on uh, a lot of people picking the Cowboys to end up in the Super Bowl, but I just can't see it, man. I don't know.
4: No, no, nothing about Dak a winner to me. So no. uh, they're, they're America's team. Everyone knows a bunch of Cowboys fans who we can't stand, right. no matter where you live in the country. Um, I'm sure they'll impress people for a little bit, but when the the lights are the brightest, they fold.
1: All right. Well, and, and your non quarterback MVP Ironhead.
4: He has to think of a player first. Well, it's, it's the
2: Willie it's, Mc Willie McGinnis. Willie McGinnis, uh, Teddy Bruschi. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. D, I'll go Debo Samuel. I like that's that. That's good. That's a good one.
1: One more. One more quick uh, before we get to the games. One more quick. Uh, do the Patriots finish last? No. Yes. No.
2: <laughs> no.
1: So you do you
4: have your Rogers MVP. They're trying to mush me. So take the Jets out of that. They take the Jets out of there. Buffalo's winning the Super Bowl. So you're saying they're going to finish with a better record than uh, Minnesota? Miami. Or, sorry, Minnesota? Miami. Miami.
1: Yes, definitely. So you think the Patriots will finish third? That's, that's your pick, Ironhead. As that's a my, fan, that's as a, my, big my, fan. That's a big fan, as a big fan, third. Big fan, the best they could do is third.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: Jerry. what do you think?
1: I, I think uh, I'm gonna say I, I was struggling with this this morning because it's hard to imagine them finishing last. But the three teams are have better quarterbacks, they have the worst quarterback in the division. The no. uh, they have a good defense, but they don't have the skill. I don't know, I'll say uh, no, I'll say they finished third with Ironhead.
4: Uh, high aspirations for you guys. Should be exciting.
1: And I'll say the Jets finished last. Tua stinks. Oh,
4: you, you, son of a, you son of a bitch. Can we say, uh, yeah, we say that? Bills. I can't you don't, see you don't mean that, though. You don't mean that.
1: <laughs> I can't see them finishing ahead of the uh, uh, the Bills, of course. I say the Jets finished last, yes. I. right. We're getting to the uh, game tonight is that we're doing right now
4: yep yeah thursday night well thursday night football um i looked it up it looks like was that last year thursday night football was on uh amazon yes which sucked it looks like it's back on nbc tonight so i think everyone could uh that's what i said you know soak that in so that's good to see now this line's different depending where you look a lot of books have five and a half um but we traditionally i don't like breaking i'm a but like you're not, we always go off DraftKings. DraftKings had it yesterday at four and a half. It's still four and a half. The line to open up around six and a half. So that Travis Kelsey injury seems to be spooking a lot of people. So four and a half. How do you how do you guys want to go? Who wants to start?
1: I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my stat of the week. I'm sure you know this already. But Andy Reid, eight and in his last eight openers, which is amazing. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes has won whatever last five openers averages thirty-six point four points a game on opening day. That matters. I mean, you're a really good coach and you have all season, all off season to prepare. That makes a difference. And they're home and they have the best quarterback in football. So I'm going with the Chiefs minus, would you say four and a half? Four and
4: a half. Yep. Now, Jerry, I'm glad you mentioned stats. I got stats too. We're going against the spread here, not straight up. So they may straight up win, but they won't cover. Detroit is nine and one against the spread the last 10 games. Kansas City is one in five against the spread the last six te- last six September games, and then Detroit is six and one last September games against the spread. So Jordan. all the uh, all the odds are in my favor. Chris Jones, the holdouts probably spooking him a little bit. I don't think Detroit wins, but I know they cover Detroit. A lot of people love
1: them. Detroit. They love Dan Campbell, but uh,
2: <laughs> exactly we'll
4: Ironhead. What do this, you this like? This is where we know. This is this is going to turn. It's
2: too much hype, and that. I think I think Kansas City is going to hang forty alone, so I'm going with Kansas City. And I know this doesn't count, but I took the over. If anyone's, uh, oh, sh-
4: shut up concerned. again. Shut up. We're not shut doing up again. Right.
1: Philadelphia at New England on Tom Brady Day in Foxborough. I'm going to give you a, a quick uh, uh, a prediction from Andrew Brandt. You know who he is; he's pretty prominent predictor, uh, uh, expert, analyst. I believe he used to be an executive. Here's what you, they, they did bold predictions. Here was his bold predictions. The Eagles will not lose. Not a regular season game, not a playoff game, not the Super Bowl. This is a team that, can, that barely lost last year, and it's even more stacked this year. The Eagles have the top offensive line in the NFL and one of the top two or three defensive lines. They have an established star in A.J. Brown, a rising star in Devontae Smith and at wide receiver. They have the MVP runner-up at quarterback who's only getting better. They will. He's predicting the Eagles to go, which would be what nineteen, twenty and zero, right? That'd be twenty and zero if you go undefeated now, and that's a pretty bold prediction. Is that are the Eagles that good? I mean, then Eagles the Eagles uh, are
4: Eagles are very good. I, I think I saw them uh, around minus 120, 130 to win the NFC East, which is a lock. You know, you're not saying that they go undefeated, but if they fall short, they're still going to win that. I like that. Uh, so some that makes me think that you're leaning Eagles tonight, minus four points. Or not tonight. No, this week, uh, going into Foxborough.
1: Patriots defense is good. I'm going to go with the Patriots on Brady Day. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, four points is a lot
2: at home right. on Brady Day. A lot of juice, a lot of energy. I'm going to have to, if New England's getting four, I'm going to have to take them. Damn.
4: All right. Damn, so lo- lo- yeah, love love, hearing that. Yeah, Philly does have a stacked D-line, so they're going to be better against the run this year. So you're going to be in a lot of third and eights with, or- which means Hassan Reddick, one of the best pest rushers in the league, will be getting after Mac Jones, who absolutely stinks. Uh, Philly's 8-3 <laughs> against the spread. The last 11 games against New England. New England is 1-6 against the spread. Their last seven overall games. Lay the four, minus four. I don't think this game's ever, ever really in doubt. And yeah, Tom Brady could do his whole little weird speech at halftime, but this team's not that good. You guys are going to get humbled on Sunday. So I'm glad that you guys are both <laughs> on New England. I'll be the only one winning that game.
1: We'll see all right Buffalo minus two and a half at the Jets um there are, people are buying into the Jets thing man they're buying in big time picking the uh, Rogers to be the MVP picking yeah. the Jets to win win the division I don't know the the pressure's on I on the can, New York Jets I
2: can take the lead on this one. I think this is a slam dunk easy pick new new uh, New York Jets getting the points have to take it first game with Rodgers. they're gonna win handedly
1: this <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm. I guess I got to go with Buffalo. I can't. Ask, <laughs> I can't go three three straight games picking the same as I heard him. I'm going with the Bills to ruin the party. Well, go ahead. Good. Good
4: news, Jerry. I'm. I'm a diehard Jet fan. Uh, Jet fan. Jet games do keep me up at night uh, more than like personal stuff. Uh, But I'm not going (laughs) to bet with my heart. This is this is a terrible spot for the Jets. If this game is Week Seven, I have a different feel on it. Opening up, it's a little too much being thrown at them at once. Uh, Jets are also one in five. Totally different teams. Last six games against the spread. Terrible spot for the Jets. Lay the points of Buffalo. I hope to be wrong. I actually won't be betting on Buffalo. I'll be betting on the Jets money line, knowing that it is throwing money to the wind. But I'm going to be on Buffalo for the record show because I know Buffalo's on cover. Buffalo, my.
1: You're going to win that bet. You're going to get your money back. Don't worry. Right, Green Bay at Chicago. Chicago minus one. You, uh, obviously, uh, Montante is going with the Bears because he's picking Justin Fields to win the MVP. <laughs> but here's what I can't. I can I look at these two teams. I look at Green Bay and Chicago, and I'd say, I say, I'm really going to pick Chicago against Green Bay. It just doesn't seem. I know. Chicago was three and fourteen last year, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a actually- uh, dangerous
4: three and fourteen team.
1: Three and fourteen, and you're picking them to what? To win the division.
4: Well, Justin Fields is going to win the MVP and the, 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 they'll be playing competitive football up until the very last game.
1: Uh, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and,
2: and it's basically a pick with the potential MVP winner. So you got to go with the Bears. So
1: you're going with the Bears, Montante? What about you, Ironhead? I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with Green Bay just to make it interesting. See, I like this because awesome. I would do that last year, and I tanked
2: my whole season. So yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. doesn't
4: always doesn't always work. You know. I look at that. We're finishing right at fifty-four minutes. Who's better than us? Awesome. Uh,
1: we will let you go, Montante. Thanks. We'll just we'll let you go do your uh, day job and steal some copper piping. But uh, we uh, appreciate it. <laughs> See, oh, you've been sleeping.
4: You've been thinking on that one for a while.
1: It's good. I, I get your hat, and I'll have I'll have your slippers too if you win again this year.
4: Uh, I'll be I'll be in Melrose by five p.m. tonight. So, Excellent.
1: Thanks, bud. See you later, man. That is our guy Montante, who is a total degenerate. Sits there on like Sunday mornings tweeting about bets on soccer games and like Liechtenstein and some weird <laughs> soccer league but uh <laughs> hey we all have our demons yep. we all have our demons but uh we appreciate him and we'll see how we do are you keeping track of this iron head? is that asking too much montante's writing them all down he's got it oh good he's doing it so what are you doing i'm gonna I'm,
2: I'm gonna cut clips and put this out as a segment that newsmax is hopefully going to tweet out themselves but we'll see
1: well, Whoa. why didn't you tell Montante to turn his frigging lights on? That would have helped. You would
2: think, you know, he's got a big uh uh job interview tomorrow that he would know that, so I'll just look, let him look, do whatever he does. <laughs>
1: looked like we were interviewing, like, some uh, whistleblower who said <laughs> get the goods on Hunter, With his, keep his uh, identification secret. We should Mont- change his voice,
2: too. Montante, but, that Larry guy, I see a lot of similarities.
1: Uh, it's football season tonight. On NBC, we're sure about that, right? I, I meant to check because... Uh, I don't think the Amazon stuff starts till later, but so this will be good. Chiefs, yeah. it's always good. It's a pleasure to watch Patrick Mahomes work. It's it's fun to watch Kelsey too. Unfortunately, he might not be in there, but uh, I love watching the Chiefs and uh, we'll see how they do against the Lions. It's a good matchup and uh, we're off. NS, NFL season has commenced. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Thanks to everyone for listening and for, tweet, uh, for for texting, commenting, questions. We appreciate it. We'll get to those tomorrow. Questions and comments tomorrow. Keep them coming. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. God save the Queen, man. here
2: tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my
5: tell me I'm not. Who take- like the show leave a 5 star review on apple and spotify